Hi, my besties. Welcome to our first ever episode of our new podcast, With Love, Liliana. I say our because I really want this to be a safe space for you as much as it is for me. Like I mentioned in the trailer, I just kind of want this to be like a personal diary. I feel like there are times in my life where I feel kind of confused and lost just with the age that I'm at and I can just get in my head a lot of times. Um, So I feel like having this podcast will be a great way to kind of express those feelings and hopefully you can find relatability in that as well and we can kind of just help each other in these moments and find comfort in each other. With that being said, these topics are kind of just going to flow week by week with how I'm feeling and what I want to talk about. You know, one week we could be having a deep conversation, another week we could be talking about makeup or like Selena Gomez's new documentary that's coming out. Like that's an amazing topic to talk about. Regardless, um, I just hope that this is a positive space for you and it's something that you look forward to. I'm going to be uploading weekly every Sunday night. I was torn between uploading Sunday night or Monday morning, but the reason I wanted to do that is because personally, I get kind of anxious when the week ends and I'm starting a new week. I don't know. Ever since I was little, I used to get that way. And I remember when I was little, every Sunday evening, new episodes of like Hannah Montana or Wizards of Waverly Place or whatever Disney show I was into would come out. And that would make me look forward to Sunday so much and kind of just end my week off on a good note. So this is my form of that. And I'm just really excited about it. All right. So to get into this week's topic, I want to talk about how much I compare my life to other people sometimes. And I know that a lot of people do it too. Let me preface this, by the way, with the fact that I was on my period this past week and obviously I get moody on my period, but this week it just hit me so hard. I There was a day last week where I did not want to do anything. I hardly got anything done throughout the day. And at the end of the day, I was just getting in my head. I was putting laundry away, which I didn't even finish that day and I was just overthinking every single thing I was like asking myself like what am I doing what's my goal what 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 is going on with my life so I'm 23 years old and I live at home with my parents I work a part-time job at the hospital and obviously I do social media as well and when I was younger specifically in high school I think society paints this picture for us that we're kind of supposed to have everything figured out at a young age. I remember junior year is like such a stressful year in high school. You start applying to colleges, you apply, they push you to apply to four years and you're supposed to have your major figured out when you apply to colleges. You can apply undeclared, but really they want you to apply with a major. And then the idea is you graduate from a four year and then you go into a job and that's going to be the job for the rest of your life and we're making these decisions at what 16 17 18 years old that's just a lot it's a lot and i feel like they prepare you for that idea but they don't prepare you for the fact that that's not how everybody's life works out and it's kind of scary entering this chapter of adulthood feeling like you're supposed to know what you are going to do for the rest of your life and at the same time having no clue what you want to do and i think that is what's normal i think that's okay but it's hard to remind myself that it's okay when i'm in my head in these moments and feeling anxious about it especially with social media and growing up we didn't grow up in the most financially stable situation which i'm not complaining about because personally I would never change a thing if I had the choice to. I think it's given me so much perspective and appreciation for things that 
other people may not have. So that is something that I am so thankful for, honestly. But at the same time, I get very, very, very scared that I'm going to end up falling into the same cycle. I grew up living in, I think, probably 13, 14 houses total. And we moved around a lot, obviously, when I was younger. And that has just been a huge fear of mine is one day not giving myself stability or giving my future family stability. It terrifies me. So when I go on social media and I see people moving to apartments, making these big steps, getting amazing jobs and just starting that next chapter in their life, although I feel so, so happy for them and, you know, that's the place that they're supposed to be at in their lives, I start to look at myself and I'm like, what am I doing? What is, what am I supposed to be doing? So once again, when I feel this fear and I'm in my head in that moment, it's really hard to give myself a positive perspective and a perspective that makes sense because I can become so negative in my head. But when I am looking at it right now, it's so important to look at your life and realize what is special in that moment. Like personally, I live at home with my parents, like I said, and I always try to remind myself how special these moments are, how in 40, 50 years from now, these moments where I get to come home and see my parents every single day are going to be moments that I will never, ever forget and moments that will feel so close to my heart and moments that I will miss. Also, I feel like there's this stigma and like almost pressure of moving out of your hometown after college or after high school. And I get it. People outgrow and they want new experiences and they want to meet new people, which is totally amazing. But what, like, what is this rule about having to leave right after college? I feel like some people get very judgy about it and I just don't understand. It's okay to stay in your hometown for a few years after college or even stay in your hometown for the rest of your life because that's what you want to do and that's what makes you happy. I think that pressure is just so odd because it almost makes people not enjoy the time that they're at home like we should be living in the moment and okay like my plan one day is to move away but why do I feel rushed I'm 23 years old why do I feel like there's this pressure telling me I need to move because if not I'm just going nowhere like why am I not allowed to make these experiences and make new memories and have huge accomplishments in my hometown while I'm here. So there are two reasons I think it's so easy to get in our heads about this. Uh, Well, actually, okay, scratch that, not two. First of all, I think social media, well, I know social media plays a huge role in our lives. And although social media is amazing sometimes and for example I think it's amazing because it's brought me close to you guys and I've been able to make so many connections at the same time we know social media can be so toxic also being so concerned about not living in the moment and living in the future just constantly worrying about what's coming ahead really really affects the way we live our everyday lives which really sucks because I feel like it's so hard to get out of that mental cycle Another thing is, I was thinking about this today, every culture is different, and my parents are Costa Rican, which is Latin American, and I was talking to my dad about this the other day, actually, and we were just talking about how in the United States, there's this idea about being 18 and becoming independent, and that's when you need to start, you know, looking into your future and moving out and getting a job and all these things, and how in Costa Rica, where he grew up and his experiences were 
you don't move out really until you get married and you have kind of a new life to start. So every culture is different. I think this idea of just this pressure of needing to move out and needing to start this chapter so young, is it's, it's definitely interesting and I think it's not everywhere that this happens. But with that being said, that is the culture we live in. That Those are the ideas that people around us have or we maybe have internalized and have ourselves. I'm not sure. That's probably why we are so hard on ourselves. So some ideas that I have had and just conversations I've had in my head by myself when I get in these moods or really after I get in these moods because when I'm in these moods, it's so hard to get out of them and I just really allow myself to feel my feelings and then the next day or whenever I'm feeling a little bit better, I kind of analyze why I was feeling that way and try to make myself feel better by having more logical thoughts. So first of all, the idea that everyone's life moves at it its own pace is number one it's key because it's true why is it that we in our heads have decided that the idea is everybody kind of has to be on the same route everybody has to be graduated by this age and then by this age you should be married and then by this age you should be probably having kids why everybody has different wants different desires at the same time there are people that have it kind of just planned out and mapped out and it works you know they have their college major, they pursue it, they graduate and they get their degree and then they go into the field that they graduated in and they love it and that's their job for the rest of their life. That's perfectly amazing, but it doesn't have to be that way for everybody and I feel like that's so unrealistic to just set these standards and expect people to just have it all figured out at such a young age. This past year with getting waitlisted on my cardiac sonography program and being able to focus on social media and do something that genuinely brings me so, so much joy has really changed my perspective and what I would want to prioritize in a life. In 60 years from now, when I look back, what will be things that I will find the most memorable? I think right now in this time, we're not supposed to have it figured out. I really do. I think right now at the age that we're at, or if you're feeling lost, it's because you're supposed to experience things and feel things and see new things that will allow you to get to know yourself better. I think that is what life is about right now. And for some reason, we internalize this as something negative, but it should be something so exciting. So this is where I think social media comes into play. Social media, it's so crazy because it connects us, you know, it brings us closer to one another, but I feel like we don't really know each other. We just know this highlighted version of each other's lives because that's what it's doing. Even, I mean, I'm even guilty of it, which is fine. That's what makes me happy. I like to post things that are really exciting moments when I go to events and when I'm feeling really good and I post a selfie and when I go get my nails done, you know, things that really bring me happiness, but I honestly never really post about times that I'm sad or feeling a little bit lost or confused. And I think for the most part, most people do that. And for some reason, it's so easy for me to be able to distinguish that. You know, I know personally that I do that. But when I am taking in content and when I am watching and scrolling and going through stories and seeing people's posts, it's so hard to remind myself that that this is just what people are excited about and that's why they're sharing it. I think limiting the time that you spend on social media is so important, even though I'm, I don't do a good job at it. It's really hard. It's like addicting. It is addicting. I love scrolling through TikTok. I love going through Instagram. 
and it's hard to give yourself a limit but i think it's really really important and would probably be so beneficial or even give yourself a few days of break you know choose some days that you don't go on instagram and do things that make you happy take yourself on a little date go get some coffee go get your nails done just do something therapeutic whatever it is that makes you feel good and i feel like that would probably influence you in a very positive way another thing that i've really tried to do is just show gratitude or feel gratitude in moments that i take for granted because obviously we all do it there are things in my life that are so special that i don't even realize even the fact that i get to wake up and walk around freely and breathe my own air you know down to that those are things that are so special and we do take it for granted and the reason i started thinking about this or thinking like this i should say was because a few months ago i was working at the hospital and i worked with this nurse and she was having such a rough day patients wise like she was just getting so many patients they had so many meds she had to give and it was a rough day for her she was busy constantly but all day her mood was so amazing she was so happy i even at one point i was like i'm so sorry you know just trying to be empathetic with the fact that she was having a rough day and she looked at me and she was like why are you sorry she was like this isn't affecting me i'm just going through this right now i'll be able to deal with it and i'll be able to go home tonight and this is not a part of me when i tell you i was taken back because i know if i were in her position that is not the attitude i would have had (laughs) i started talking to her and i asked her i was like you're amazing for that you know how do you have that mindset So she started talking to me about gratitude. She started to kind of just give me a little bit more of her background of her life and explain to me that her family immigrated here when she was younger and she lost her mom at a young age and she had it pretty rough and she told me that with those experiences she definitely could be very negative but she started to practice gratitude and she said that it has changed her mindset, her perspective and just the way she lives her life. She told me that every single day she goes to bed and the way she goes to bed is thinking of, I don't know, I think she said like 10 things that she was grateful for throughout the day. And when she wakes up in the morning, she puts one foot down, another foot down on the floor after she gets up and she says, thank you with both steps. I think that is so cool. Like I really admire people like that because that takes a lot of work, you know? That is really hard to be able to remind yourself to do that and to remain so positive. She told me she journals every morning when she has her coffee and that's kind of how she likes to start her day just with basically any manifestations she has, any intentions or any affirmations. And also she carries around a little rock of gratitude and she explained that she just randomly found this rock on the floor one day and she decided to put it in her pocket and now she carries it around with her every single day and anytime her hand kind of swipes or touches the rock it's kind of like an alarm or a reminder for her to take one second and think okay what am i grateful for in this moment that is so amazing isn't that so cool i was jaw dropped when i was talking to her because i feel like it's really hard to come across people that actually live like this i feel like and believe these thoughts and practice this in their everyday lives and i think it's so amazing and i definitely was impacted and moved by the way she was speaking to me and all the ideas she kind of placed into my head because i never really had thought like that before um 
But for me personally, I think there's a balance and obviously everybody is different. I know that I'm a very emotional person and I know that I cry whenever I'm feeling anything extreme. I'm a Taurus, by the way. I If I'm mad, I cry. If I'm sad, I cry. If I'm happy, I cry. Literally any emotion, I will probably cry. Um, and I know that what has allowed me to feel better about things is to let myself feel my feelings. The way I was raised was definitely to always look at the positive and to always be grateful about things and I shouldn't complain about things and I know that my parents viewpoint and their perspective comes from a good place in their heart and I'm so thankful that they taught those things to me and kind of established that mindset to me in a young age because I think it definitely has impacted the way that I act and the way that I think nowadays but personally what works for me is if I'm sad, I need to talk about it or I need to write it down or I need to cry about it or do whatever I need to do to let it out. I cannot just push my feelings back. I will feel like I need to explode. So my balance is when I'm feeling sad, when I'm feeling angry, when I'm feeling whatever I need to feel, I let myself feel that because I'm allowed to feel that and I give myself validity in it. I mean, for the most part, unless I'm like really hangry or something you know what I mean but for the most part if it's something serious I probably have validity in whatever I feel at least in some way so allowing myself to feel my feelings and then later on dealing with them is something that I really have been trying to be better at so basically I just hope that when you get to this point where you are comparing your life to another person's because it's gonna happen and that's totally fine I just hope that, one, you remind yourself that the life you're comparing your life to is probably not as glamorous as you are making it up to be in your head. Because I try to remind myself that, like, your perspective of my life is probably so different than what my life actually is. Uh, I just know that for a fact based off, you know, just conversations I've had with people and things that people have said to me. And I think that way about other people's now, no matter who or what, I really try to remind myself that everyone's life is probably not as amazing as I'm making it out to be. Remind yourself that everybody goes through things, everybody feels sad, everybody has these hardships, and that's what life is all about. We have to go through them. Remind yourself of your strength and remind yourself that these can be turned into lessons that can make you evolve into a better person and evolve into the person that you dream to become one day, try to look at it as a tool to be better. When it comes to social media, either limit the way you use social media or the amount of time you use social media, I should say, or kind of filter through who you follow and surround yourself with influencers or pages or whatever you want to call it that bring positivity to your life. And really kind of think about what information you're digesting and how that impacts your thought process and the way you view yourself. You know what I mean? Basically, being that social media has become a part of our everyday lives, whether we like it or not. Um, just like we would be able to choose who we surround ourselves with in person, you can do that online. If a page or somebody is not bringing you anything good, then you don't need to have that as something you see every single day. And also in real life, surround yourself with genuine people that bring you good and make you better and people that add value to your life and people that you want to give your energy to 
and people that make you better because I really feel like once we start to accept these ideas and really try and be better about our perspective of our own lives, I think that's when things will really start to change in the way we want them to. Because how is this life going to become the life you've always dreamed of and the situations you've always dreamed of and the people you've always dreamt of surrounding yourself with if in this moment you don't even enjoy what you're living through right now? You know, I really think that when we are positive and we radiate this energy, I think that energy will be attracted to us and naturally it'll kind of just unfold the way it needs to. I just hope you and I, I think we, can just always try and realize how special our lives are and remind ourselves once again that everyone's life moves at their own pace. There's no race. Everyone's timeline is different and I think that's what's amazing about life. (sighs) Yeah. See, this is good. This feels like a little vent session and... I even feel good after talking about all this because I feel like it gives me even a perspective like what advice am I giving you and how can I take it and use it and I hope you know that in whatever you're feeling you're definitely not alone and there is a lot of people behind you feeling the same way which although we don't want everybody feeling sad (laughs) it's comforting to know that these experiences and feelings are normal And they're just waves of emotions. They'll come and they'll go. But I think being able to process them in a healthier way will definitely change our viewpoint on everything. And hopefully just kind of have a positive domino effect in our lives. So I think that is where I will end this podcast. I really hope that this was something positive for you. And I hope that it impacted you in a really great way. If you listened all the way through thank you. And if you have any ideas or topics that you'd like me to talk about next week, feel free to DM me. I really try to go through my DMs and reply to you when I am able to. I love you so much, bestie. Thank you so much for being here. You guys know you're so special to me and I appreciate you so much. And I'm going to sign off with this podcast. I want this to become a thing. I want it to be cute. So every week I'm going to sign off this way with the title of the podcast. So here I go. I'll talk to you soon, bestie. With love. Liliana.